Testing, testing. Hello. Um, <clears throat> welcome to Christ Only uh, podcast, uh, broadcasting the uh, word of our Lord Jesus Christ and his uh, salvation to uh, worldwide and beyond. Um, this is my first pod- podcast, the first edition. Uh, my name is uh, Eric Vellum. Uh, I live in um, Kuxaki, New York. Um, I've been a Christian for, I don't know, quite some time, 35 years or so. And uh, just thought I'd let you know that. Um, I'd just like to give thanks to uh, my wife, Renita, uh, for setting this up for me. She seems to be somewhat of a genius at uh, this uh, internet stuff and this computer stuff, and and I am somewhat of a, uh, uh, not a genius. And um, so thank you, Han. I do appreciate the work and the effort you put into it and so that we can get this thing going. I'd also like to give a thanks to uh, Joan Chicanis for uh, for her idea here and for her friendship and um, and for her input and uh, financial and otherwise. Uh, so thank you. And, uh, and uh, she um, she wants to get the word out there as well as my wife and I. And uh, so this is one means to do it. And uh, the name of our um, Podcast is Christ only. Uh, Christ only because uh, it's only in Christ that man is going to find his uh, true worth and his uh, true identity. It's not going to be through identity politics or or getting yourself hooked up with uh, with uh, one set of ideologues or another. But it's uh, Christ only, and in Christ you will find. Uh, who you are and what your destination is and uh, how much you are loved by a God who loves us. And uh, somewhere in Scripture, Christ says, uh, uh, for those who uh, love their lives uh, and uh, try to keep it, they will surely lose it. But for those who lose their life for my sake will find it. Paradox for sure, but it's true. Uh, you find your who you are, what you are, where you're going, your worth, and the one who created you. And uh, and we call it Christ only because uh, Scripture says for for Him by Him and through Him all things were made. So uh, Christ stands at the epicenter of uh, creation. He he stands at the epicenter of all we are, of all we are, all we do, and uh, he is he is the one thing. He is the one thing that we need to know and uh, that we need to have a relationship with and uh, he offers that to us because uh, he loves us and he has proved his love for us by his uh, work on the cross and by the agony that he endured I don't know what more uh, what better example of love you that then you then you can express than that than that um, and he just wants uh, he wants us to love him in return and uh, and he wants us to be where he is, and he is going there. He is going to prepare a place for us so that we can be where he is, and uh, and, uh, and and there we will uh, we will rejoice forever in, in the presence of the triune God. And um, 
Christ only is the name of our ministry because I truly believe that he, he is the reason for the entire creation. Everything revolves around Christ, the Christ, the Christ of God, the, the uh, visible image of the invisible God. He has come to us in the form of a human being. You know, the Greeks said that, that uh, God would never humble himself to appear to us as a human. And uh, the Jews said it would be a scandal if uh, such a thing did happen. But you know what? God, in his mysterious ways, he does things that human beings just don't expect or just don't see or just don't understand. He does things his way. And uh, so he has come to us, much to the uh, chagrin of, of, of the Greeks who, who thought that, that God would uh, never humble himself in that way. And he did humble himself because he says to us that he is meek and humble in heart. And for anyone who wants rest for their souls, he offers it. And so he's not some commanding tyrant that stands on high, but he is one that came to us as one of us. It's like I remember... Um, I remember, uh, well, you know, rescuing um, several several animals in my lifetime. You know, whether whether it might be a, a, a bird or or a, a chipmunk or whatever, what a you know uh, animal that I uh, picked up and and took home because it was in distress for one reason or another. You know, and. When you approach them, though you have the best of intentions and and you love this little creature that's in such distress, you um, the creature looks at you with complete terror and complete fear because you are something so totally other that it really it really can't uh, it, it can't relate to you and can can only impart to you bad intentions that that you want to that you want to do what the rest of the natural world does and that is to use it as part of your uh, dietary needs um, so it doesn't understand you, and so you know it's it's it sees something totally alien to it, and then and that and that I think is part of the reason that that uh, God came to us in Christ because we we can't relate to God in his in his truest form. That's why he says that you know when uh, nobody has been allowed to see him or 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 gaze upon him because he would t he would turn our our perception of reality reality upside down. And it would just be too frightening. So he comes to us and he appears to us as one of us. So that we can relate to him. So that we can under so that we can understand his intentions. We can understand that he is a loving God, that he does want the best for us, that he does want us to join with him in his kingdom and to share in his divinity and to share in his uh, eternal joy. Come and share my happiness. Uh, sharing my happiness says the master to his servant and that's what he's telling us come and share in the happiness and the joy and the love of the triune God where everything is perfect everything is majestic and beautiful come and share in that so that's another reason uh, you know Christ only is it seems like a suitable title for this uh, for this ministry you know, he's uh, he was he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, and he was there in 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 uh, in Genesis at at the uh, at the beginning when when the word was spoken spoken and the word was used to speak in to speak creation into existence. So he's there at Genesis, and he's there throughout the entire scriptures, throughout all the Old Testament. Where Jesus says, um, you know, to one of his uh, to uh, one of his apostles after the uh, 
after his resurrection he takes the time to show them where he is where it speaks of him throughout throughout the old testament because the old testament is a preparation and a um and uh, a guide to the coming Christ to letting us know that something someone is 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 on his way so he's there at the he's there at the beginning he's there at the end I mean, he's there in the middle and he's there at the end in revelation in revelation the uh the book that sums it all up and brings brings history full circle and and everything has has been fulfilled in god and there is christ seated at the right hand of the father assuming his rightful place as the king of all that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the father and so he's there in the beginning, he's there in the middle, he's there at the end. Christ only. And so, that is why the, this ministry is going to really center on Christ. Because we, any concept that we have of God, of the Holy Spirit, has to be filtered through the ministry of Christ. Because he is the visible image. He is the thing. He is the one who has brought the reality of Christ into understandable terms that we can relate to. In Revelation, the old is past and the new is come. And the new is, is, is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, Jesus confronts. Um, speaking of Christ only, Jesus confronts the Jews who are apparently reading scripture and he says he says to them, here you are reading scripture thinking you have eternal life by these scriptures yet you refuse to come to the one that these scriptures speak of and I stand here before you I am the life and the truth and the way. There they are trying to find eternal life in the scriptures and the one who can give it to them stands there before him and they reject him and they mock him and they ridicule him. It's not in the scriptures per se that you're going to find eternal life but it's in Christ Jesus that you're going to find your eternal life. That you're going to find your happiness. That you're going to find your fulfillment. That you're going to find that peace that you want. Not that I believe that you'll have perfect peace in this in this life. There's just too much. There's just too much travail, and there's just too too many tears that will have to be shed. But one day, that perfect peace of God will fill your soul and fill your heart, and you will know that it was all worth it. My God, my God, how great Thou art! And so He was there. Right in front of them, <laughs> and they, uh, you know, he is the life. He is the truth. He is the way. He's there before them. It's like, like the scriptures speak of me, and and the, the very the very person that the scriptures speak of that you're reading to find eternal life. You don't even recognize him. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I have longed to gather you under my wing like a hen gathers her chicks, but you would not have me. How regrettable is that? That the king had come to them, they, rec they did not recognize him as their king. 
So that's why we've gone. I've gone. Uh, we've gone with this Christ only um, title because it's only in Christ. Christ is the central figure of all history, of all creation, in all, through all, and and uh, above all. Is Christ? He's there at the beginning. He's there in the middle and he's there at the end. For whom, by whom, through him, all things were created. Christ only. Christ alone. Jesus is the only name under heaven by which we can be saved. And I truly believe that. And when you, and when you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you, and, and, and you, and you read the scriptures, you recognize the truth. Believe, and the truth will be revealed to you. You know, it's funny, it says, uh, you know, the world says seeing is believing. But somewhere in Scripture, Christ turns it, turns it around like he does so many things. And he says, believing is seeing. And it's true. You can't see the truth of Christ until you, someplace in your heart, you believe. And you're willing to take on reading the scriptures to see and to understand who he is. And they come to life. It's like the dry bones in uh, uh, Ezekiel. The dry bones come to life. That's what, that's what your soul is like before you read the scriptures. It's, it's like... Um, it's like inside, it's dry bones. I remember reading scriptures when I was you know, younger and stuff. And I wanted to read the Bible because I didn't want to be ignorant. You know, I didn't want to be, you know, I, I, you, you read things about the Bible and you read things, you know, the quotes people make in different articles and stuff, and I didn't want to be ignorant about the Bible, so I, I, I would read it. And you know what? It made no sense. It just was, it was boring, it was dry, it was, it was just, um, I don't know how to, how to put it. But you, you know, that day came when I sincerely considered it and believed it. And I was amazed when I opened the scripture that day. Because it came to life. Muscle and tendon and sinew and flesh all piled on to those dead bones. And I remember saying to myself, my gosh, <laughs> this is this stuff really is true. This stuff really does make sense. It isn't just some fairy tale. Now I see what... You know, I understand these scriptures, whereas never before I, 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 uh, I, I could really get what their meaning was. I mean, what is he trying to tell me? What is he trying to say here? I don't, you know, just, I don't know. But when that spirit fills you, when the spirit uh, enables you, and, and he opens your eyes, and so that you can see, and he opens your ears so that you can hear, and he opens your heart so that you can love him, and he opens your mind so that you can understand, by that spirit, you will know that it is Christ only. Christ is at the center of the of creation, and he is at the center of our existence. And you can deny it to your own peril and to your own eternal regret. Or you can take up that cross and trust his words. 
And so that's why I say Christ only, because I am in awe of Jesus Christ. It is just an incredibly beautiful and loving and sacrificial message that there's nothing like it in all the world. I don't care what religion you want to stack up next to it. It doesn't, it doesn't compare. They all pale in comparison to the beauty of the Christian message. And it is beautiful. Love thy neighbor as thyself. It takes the animal beast that we are naturally and it transforms them into a spiritual being that can, that can actually partake in the divine nature of the Father through his Son, Jesus Christ, by his Holy Spirit. So, this ministry is going to, uh, it's going to be a combination of just random insights sermons, different lengths, different subjects, but to, but for all of them, they are going to be centered around Jesus Christ. I might not mention him constantly or all through it, but it, it's all leading to Jesus Christ. It's all leading to Jesus being the truth and the life and the way and the only name under heaven by which men can be saved. All my message is an honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who has taken me out of the, rescued me from the dominion of darkness and set my feet upon a solid rock so that I could build my life upon a solid foundation and whatever is in Christ that I have built will remain forever. And whatever straw or hay or, or uh, nonsense I put on that foundation will be burned. But in the end, the purification will be a glory for all of us. Just an incomparable glory. Not worth, as Paul says, comparing the troubles of the day. So that is uh, my beginning message. Uh, I'll be getting back to you um, at various points and at various stages, at least once a week with, with uh, some sort of a message. I don't know how long, um, but they're going to range anywhere from probably 10 minutes to a half an hour. I'm not going to take up any more than a half an hour of your time because when I, uh, when I used to preach quite a bit, I used to preach in a, uh, in a prison uh, <clears throat> ministry and because um, I was a correction officer for 26 years and, you know, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, you know, some of the inmates, a lot of them, you know, I liked them. You know, and you just wonder what's wrong inside that they keep winding up here and you know and I just I just felt for them and, and uh, not that I was easy on them I don't think I was I was tough they had to obey the rules they had to do what was expected of them nevertheless I just I just uh, one day asked uh, the pastor if I could do a, uh, a monthly uh, service with them and he said sure and so I, I did that for I don't know 20 five years or so, 26 years, I don't know, many years. But anyhow, so uh, 
that's a little of my background. So um, that's where I'm coming from. And I uh, oh, so the yeah, the half hour. So I I would notice that you know attention lasts about a half an hour, and if you keep going over it. Uh, to 45 minutes into an hour, uh, it's uh, you're talking just to hear yourself talk. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to. I'm not going to demand your uh, undivided attention for an hour. But I would like to have it for 10 minutes to a half hour. So anyhow, thanks for listening. I hope. Uh, I hope this uh, ministry uh, produces uh, wonderful fruit. I'd like to once again thank thank uh, my wife Renita for her. Comp- computer uh, brilliance and uh, she amazes me and I and I and I love her to death and uh, my friend Joan whom I met uh, online Facebook and um, she was a a uh, classmate of mine back in high school and uh, she didn't really know me and I didn't really know her we were uh, a year apart and our our ways just never seem to cross, although I do have a vague memory of her. Anyhow, so there you go, and I welcome you to the to the next podcast. Pay attention. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how it's going to get broadcast or all the inner workings of this, but I give the message, and the rest is up to John. So uh, thank you, and uh, God bless you, and I love you all in Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>